0: Welcome to Manifesting with Meg, Conversations with Extraordinary People. This is a podcast that is inspirational based upon my book, The Magical Guide to Bliss, that takes the listeners through the year with empowering conversations. Starting from January and Carpe Diem Seize the Day to December, awe-inspiring magic and miracles. Time to sit back and relax as these extraordinary people, my guests, share their wisdom so that you too can elevate your life. It's time to discover more bliss, get intentional, and start to transform your dreams into reality. It's time to come alive because the world needs more people who wake up and come alive to the possibilities for their own life. Enjoy. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 102 of manifesting with meg conversations with extraordinary people i am so excited to bring to you the personality the influencer the everything herself i can't believe she's sitting in one place tonight so that's amazing that i've got you here for this conversation but zivi owens we are now talking about our theme tonight the surrender makes you strong it is september the month of sweet inspirations i couldn't think of a better topic or a better theme for you you're definitely inspiring. You do amazing things in this world and you keep doing it and you keep doing it. And if you read her beautiful memoir bookends, you'll know the impetus or the actual push behind what she does and learn a lot about her as well as her her striving and her just everything. So without further ado, I get to introduce her to you. Like I said, this is a show about transformation, dreams, inspiration, true happiness, discovering bliss. We're just one conversation away from extraordinary. Certainly we do have that in the room. We invite all of you to follow along with us. The the monthly inspirational category is sweet inspiration. Pick a number, set your intentions, and away we go. Zibi Owens podcaster, publisher, CEO, and founder of Zibby Owens Media, a privately held media company designed to help busy people live their best lives by connecting to books. I I want to I want to say this outset at the outset, you are in service to the storyteller. And that's a beautiful place to be is to usher in the opportunity for many people through you to tell a wonderful story also tell those wonderful students including zippy books a publishing house for fiction and memoir zcast a podcast network powered by Acast, including your own award-winning podcast moms don't have time to read books and moms don't have time to dot 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 everything right a new content and community site and including zippy's virtual book club events and the former moms don't have time to write Congratulations to you on your beautiful Zibby Mag. That is awesome. I want to say everyone, if you haven't seen it, go to her webpage, ZibbyOwens.com, correct? And go check. out, oh, I'm sorry. Was that that's correct? Yeah, right? you can just go to zibbymag.com. Mag.com. It's beautiful. It goes through this whole entire, you know, visual delight. You'll get to see everything that she's up to. And I definitely recommend you all do that. You're a regular columnist for Good Morning America and a frequent guest on morning news shows recommending books. And boy, do you read. My God, you read so much. I don't even know how you have the time. But once again, moms don't have time to read books. There's the origin story for certain, correct? You're the editor of two anthologies, Mom Don- Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids and Moms Don't Have Time a quarantine anthology, a children's book, Princess Charming, and now, like I said, the memoir book ends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature. You obviously love to write. You regularly pen essays. You started your first one on Seventeen Magazine in 1992. Love the story about that as well. You live in New York with your husband, who's also a huge creative. Just got back from Toronto with that wonderful story and sharing that creativity between the two of you is amazing. He owns Morning Moon Productions and your four children. And this is you tonight. So it's so great to have you on the show. I laugh because I, I definitely will say that I'm multitasker extraordinaire. I think I found someone who just beats me <laughs> at any, any game. How do you do it all right? Isn't that the question everyone always asks you, how do you do it all? Is that am I supposed to
1: answer that? I have no idea.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. That's perfect, you know.
1: It's so I, you nice. know the- by the way, I'm looking at the comments and I just want to say hello to everybody who's hear um, so many names who I recognize and people I know. And that just totally made
0: my night. So thank you to everybody watching. Well, and, and I I I love love, my, awesome. my audience are fantastic. They love to read. They love to learn and they have an incredible curiosity. And like I said, you also match that you are in service to the storyteller and all of these wonderful storytellers have shown up tonight. And I think nice to be that collaborative energy that really makes you feel good about what you bring to the world and kind of gets really excited about that something wonderful that can happen once you put it out there. Did I miss anything? Is anything other going on in your world right now that we've just, I haven't covered?
1: Um, I will say we just released our spring list for our zibby books today, and we're doing one book reveal a day for the whole week of our first five books. So oh. that's going on on zibby books and on that. And but yeah, I mean that's basically it.
0: That's you, you covered most of it. That's basically it. Well, you, my favorite quote is from Jim Henson, and he's our he's our creative quote tonight. The attitude you have as a parent is what your kids will learn from more than what you tell them. They don't teach them. Remember what you are, and you know you having four kids and their whole journey like to call it the hero's journey so far you know i i imagine that you know our children and i have two kids they look at us and they see us and what they do in their life or how far that it's like they say we build on the shoulders of giants. Certainly in your family, you and your husband are the giants. They're watching you. And my family, I like to say that, you know, I'm doing this so you can have an easier time finding out what it is that you're called to do. You're the only, only person in the world who would ever call my husband and me giants. I am 5'2",
1: and I won't reveal <laughs> his height. But let me just say that that is not usually how people describe us.
0: <laughs> I, I see it as an energetic thing. And certainly, you know, I think everyone here on the feed might as well, you know, you had an idea, somebody, you know, you have an idea, you start to nurture those ideas. And then you start to see, it's kind of like, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk, right? You start climbing up the Beanstalk to find the, you know, the gold and you keep going. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful path when you're joined with some that gust, and that support and that you know enthusiasm. And you know, one of the things I love about this time of year, September, is that we're facing the last end of 2022. We're all like those goals that we started with in early January. You know, now you know we're we're looking at how, you know that gut check. I don't think that that's something that you can say is I haven't reached those goals I set out. I mean, where are you in with all of this right now? You know. Yeah, the whole surrender. That whole, you know, what's the storytelling?
1: Um,
0: it's true. You know, my
1: whole life, I wanted to write a book, and then it came out, and I felt like, <laughs> what do you do after you you accomplished the thing that you've been working towards your whole life? Then what happens? Um, so that's kind of where I am, and it turns out you just. At least for me, like you move right on to the next. I'm like, okay, great, that's done. Next, what's next? <laughs> um, so I guess in terms of surrender, um, I'm now much more willing to follow what seems to be calling me next because I've already kind of crossed what I wanted to do off the list. Um, I love it. So this magazine, and now I want it to be in print, and I'm like negotiating a lease for a store. I'm like, what am I doing? A store? What am I doing in a store? But like, I really want to do that. So I don't know. I, I don't know where I am, but I'm 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 letting
0: my calling sort of drag me along. And and let me ask you this: Do you feel most days that you are following your bliss now? Yes, I feel like i have
1: figured out what makes meaning in my life and i had this amazing interview it's going to come out tomorrow in a two part episode with neil degrasse tyson that i keep talking about um he's an, you know it's famous astrophysicist he has a book coming out called starry messenger but he talked all about the meaning of life and how people think you'll find it like buried somewhere in some corner but really the the meaning of life is The meaning you make of your life, Mm -hmm. and I just keep thinking that over and over, and how part of it is helping others and putting good energy out into the world, and, and I feel like okay, you know, this is what I'm doing. I I, this is what I'm doing. Like I could get hit by a car tomorrow, not what I want, but like I've I've put forward who I am in all. In every way. I've shared my soul in my memoir. I I regularly like do things like this and and talk to people and try to connect with as many people as possible and inspire and all of it. So I don't know. I, I don't know why it's so unlikely that this is
0: where my life ended up in the last five years, but I'm going with it, <laughs> and then see where it takes you. And then the next door opens, and the next door opens, and then you meet this other magical connection, and you meet this other magical connection. You're just like Neil, <laughs> and Neil Tyson. You're like, whoa! This is like he's like big. I mean, for anyone who's in that world, who's a huge scientist, like he's like you go to the Washington D.C. Museum, Smithsonian, and you see him talking about black matter there, and you're just like. These are the people that we go to to figure out how small or how big we are in the world, right? Yes. And, and he's telling you this. And and then how did you, I'm curious, like after having a conversation like that, how did you walk away your life in a different way?
1: Yes, I do feel differently about life. And I, I hope everyone listens because I feel like he shared the secret of the universe. I'm like, like, maybe my role in this whole thing has been to have this one conversation with him and get it out to more people. And that's why I've been put here on earth, but who knows? Um, But it it was supposed to, my my podcasts are always 30 minutes and we just kept talking and talking and I kept being like, we're just about out of time. And it was in person. Um, And then I was like, why? Why? I'm having a blast. I'm learning more than I've learned in a long time forget it. So I was like, we'll just do it. We'll do it as a
0: double episode. I've never done that before, but it's my show. So who cares? Well, you are the boss and you get to call the shots, which (laughs) makes it a different experience altogether. But at the conversation, how did you see yourself differently? Like experience differently?
1: Well, I think about time and death a lot. Um, You know, as you've seen in bookends, like I, have experienced loss. A lot of people have experienced loss, especially by the time you get to the mid 40s or 50s or wherever, how old you are. Um, and I always feel like that is part of what motivates me is that I'm constantly racing against time. Like I am very aware that time is running out. And so every day I'm like, okay, got to go. Let's go. Like better go fast. Like everything is fast. I'm like reading fast. I'm typing fast. I'm going, going, going. And what he was saying is, you know, you don't have to fear it. Like, it's going to come. And that's part of what's making your life so beautiful right now. And also, Mm. before – and he also said – This is now just the regurgitate Neil deGrasse Tyson show. But he also said that there are so many possibilities of the human genome. Like there's like had 30 zeros behind it. And yet there are only 100 billion people who have lived. So the very fact that all of us right now are alive is this unlikely gift. So I, I don't know. It put a spring in my step.
0: that and I think that we all need an opportunity to have a spring in our steps and certainly one of the things that I love about my show and I I will say that I love this is because when I ask people to share their inspiration inspiration I get some good quotes and I know we might not be the ones that you would pick (laughs) actually really good ones they're really good ones and I definitely want to share this with everyone because I think you know the surrender makes us strong but once, words like this, we're all in this together. What does this mean to you? Obviously, at least something that makes this together, but go ahead.
1: Well, I, I feel this way all the time. I feel like the connections between people, that's the most important thing. And we're all in this together is no matter who you are or what the sort of trappings of your life are, the emotions that we all share – Love, loss, grief, excitement, misery, like all of the stuff that we go through emotionally is is shared. And yeah. when we go through it, that's why when we go through these horrific events, like weather events, like earthquake, like this Puerto Rico hurricane right now, you're just like, oh my gosh, like we can all feel it because yeah. that's what we. Go- I mean, obviously I'm luck- we're very lucky. I hope this is making sense. Obviously, I'm not in a hurricane right now. I feel horrible for the people affected by the hurricane. All to say like we all know the tr- bad things that have happened and we can all feel it and empathize. And the more we band together to get through it all, um the the easier life will be and I think that sort of empathy and connection piece is really important. But now I feel like I've dug myself into a hole. I didn't mean anything bad about about no. it.
0: Okay. First of all, first of all, there's nothing that you said that is bad, but, but what you're saying is huge. The compassion we have for other people who through some challenging times is what is what makes us human, that we all will reach out to each other, feel for other people. That is something that we're aware of and that we're all, you know, we're in this together. We all like see and you can't help but care and have the empathy that you're talking about. And I think that one of the things in your, your book, bookends, and everyone's saying there, you're so accessible and warm. detailed bookends. It's, you know, it, bookends is an incredible conversation. And the most amazing thing I see is that books, conversation, every corner, every moment in your life, you anchored it in a book that impacted you. And I was loving it because that's what I do. And that was like really, one of the things you know that I think is an amazing about other authors is that you just say, don't miss the plot. It's an unknown quote, but it mean to you, you read so much. But at the same time, um, you're breaking up a little. So
1: I may have oh, missed okay. that. But I will say for this quote, um, this quote was from my therapist, <laughs> my, pri- my oh, therapist oh. before I quit going to therapy because I didn't have time anymore, um, much to the dismay of probably my entire family. But anyway, she would say to me, like, don't, don't miss the plot. And I say that to myself all the time when I'm so distracted or I'm working too much and like the kids are doing something important in front of me and I'm like on my phone or I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, this is not what's important. Like I'm not even going to remember who I emailed tonight. Like what was I even doing for the last hour? But, um, you know, I try to do everything and I I feel like that's usually good enough, but sometimes it really is not good enough. So, um, so this is a good reminder for me that the little things we do all day are important and this like sort of single-minded focus I have right now on, on what I'm doing, this work that I'm doing, which propels me like all the time it's not changing the planet. Like I can go watch Jumanji with my kids for an hour and like the, nothing bad is going to happen. But if I don't, they'll remember it. So I don't know tonight I kind of was watching and I was kind of emailing at the same time. And I'm like, I don't know. Did that count? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyway, I don't know. Well, I'm just doing my best. I think that, you know, the whole point is, is that don't not be attention to what's going on around you. Like, and that is, the battle when you're actually conscious about what is happening, aware about what is happening, then you can make the next right decision. And then you do the best, basically, what we're all doing most days, which I love. Hang on, seize the day. Okay, this is a great quote. Period. Tell me what this means. Um, yeah, I mean, this is.
1: This is very dead poet society of me, but um, I really I love do, it. right? I really do believe though love that it. every day, this, this sounds so cheesy, but uh, it, like I'm just so lucky that I'm waking up for another day and obviously sometimes I'm tired and in a terrible mood and I'm not feeling all this like grander vision and it's just a terrible morning, but uh, I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to, what am I going to do with this day? like, how can I make this day better? How can I do it better than yesterday? It's sort of like ha- when I play tennis, it's like, I'll, I'll hit a stroke. And then I'm like, well, what can I do better? What did I do wrong? What did I do right? Like, I'm constantly analyzing and trying to improve. And um, you know, did I spend too much time on this? Why didn't I work on my novel today? Why did I spend all day editing one of the zibby books? Like, why? Like, <laughs> so yeah. maybe tomorrow I need to like prayer, but I was going to have to do that anyway. So I have this, you know, as we all I'm sure do have this constant not only what we're what the, our output is, but then the analysis of the output overlaid on top of that, which is all altogether kind of exhausting. So
0: in many ways, because some you're the worst critic for yourself and you're just like, you know, you just want to say look like look yourself in the mirror and say, okay, you know, this is it's, I'm going to go to, I'm going to wake up tall again, you know, do it all again, try my best and boxes all the time at 13 year old. And she'll tell me all the time, like, every time I pick her up every day, I have to stop my day, pick her up. And she tells me all the time, you know, When I'm not in the mood. I'm, you know, and we get like, I'm like, but I just came to get you and don't you, aren't you happy to see me? And it's just like, all right, we all are walking. And even the 13 year olds and 90 year olds, everybody's showing up and doing the best they can for the best part. So I love, I love what you just said. And then do, or do not. There is no try. It's a Yoda quote. I do love a good Yoda quote, but I do like action oriented people. You know, there's some about something that fails you know, and then try to, try again, try something. That's true.
1: Um, I, I like to experiment by doing the stuff, not just thinking about doing it. And it gets me into trouble sometimes, uh, when I have to backtrack or extract myself from something, um, which is what I'm thinking about is I have this like five-year lease on my desk and I'm like, I don't even, I don't, what am I doing? So it gets me into trouble. I know, I know it's probably a mistake, but I'm probably going to do it anyway. but I don't think, uh,
0: yeah, I, I have to say I this. One of the things, things, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, just, I believe in like kind of just m- m- plowing forward, um, not getting, you know, not putting on the brakes that often, but, uh, uh, but then again, this only applies to some areas of my life. Like I'm always like, I'm going to try to eat better today. And then I don't, or like, I'm, I'm gonna to try to exercise. I'm gonna to try to just at least walk, it, and then I don't even do that. So it only applies to select areas.
0: Well, I, you know, one of the things is I I just you know I will say this after reading your book, it's clear that you have a very high for yourself. It's it's just clear going to Yale, going to Harvard, you know, you know coming out of that. I scene that I almost died is when you had to get in, you were in traffic trying to make it to your child that you're one of your child's events and I'm just like oh my god there are so many of us that are just doing it thinking that you know if we don't show up the way we want to show up how we see it then our kids are gonna blame us for what they have in their life you know you're gonna have to have something to talk about on the psychiatrist couch so <laughs> let that be the only thing let that
1: be the like the thing you- doing this by myself like I do have a wonderful team I and I feel like people think I, I am. I am alone on this island, like, working around – I mean, I am working around the clock, but I, there are 15 of us on on my team right now, and we're all working around the clock. <laughs> so wow. it, it's a lot, but um, I'm surrounded by really smart women who – all share this sense of passion and excitement and it doesn't feel like work and so we're just like doing it and doing it and um so anyway it's not just me some things are more me but some things are very much less me so
0: thank you back to your to your dream ends you know i will i wanted to um i wanted to ask you feel so compelled to tell that story is it that there are a lot of people that you found that needed to have that um, told that you want, you just felt it compelled. Tell me, tell me what brought you to Bookends? And like I said, everybody, this is this beautiful book, Bookends. It is her memoir, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, which is really something that speaks to you. the literature part for sure. It seems like it's kind of like a wonderful, you know, safety, security blanket for you. But go ahead, speak to. Um.
1: I have felt this need to get my story out about my best friend Stacy, who died on 9-11. And I have been writing and rewriting and rewriting that for 20 years now, 21 years. And that is the piece that I cannot, I could not put, stop trying to spread to the world. I, I still feel like it was my duty to share her story, her life, what was amazing about her. I st- still can't believe that happened to her. And um that is the piece of the memoir that has made me continue to do it. Um I've gone through many iterations of this memoir and some have been fictional and some have been real. This last version was the most straightforward, but all of them have that as as one of the main through lines, because for me, it completely changed my life. Um, I was just reading this book by Rob Delaney, um, who I guess wrote a show called Catastrophe that I've never seen. But anyway, he lost his son to brain cancer and it's this raw, emotional gripping story. And in it, he literally questions to himself, why do I feel the need to make all of you reading this feel the pain that I feel? And he's like, because I look at life differently now. So I need you to see it. Um, And I totally understood that because I feel in part the same. Like I just – I need everybody to see it. Um, So that's the piece that I just could not put down. And then the rest of it, uh, you know, it was so unlikely all these losses and the things that happened afterwards – um and then my own like love story that came out of it um was also something that like anytime I started telling girlfriends about everyone's like, what you know like <laughs> stop in here So I was like, I feel like I should put that in um last night or two nights ago, Kyle was asking me and my husband Kyle, um, we were talking about my, my novel, which I'm really, like, struggling with right now. And he's like, well, have you ever stopped and really analyzed all the books that, like, do really well? Like, what do they all have in common? And I was like, sex. Oh, it's true. <laughs> like, that's what they all have in common. Like, seriously. It's all, like, love stories and romance and affair and indecision and and, and sex, you know? So I don't know. I have to come – I now I'm, like, working that into my – yeah, I mean, that's not why I'm – that's not what my book's about, but now I, I know, you know. I know. I'm like, okay. I think I'll <laughs> add it.
0: Well, it's this This
1: one's the, the fiction, though, right? This next book. Yes. Um, this one is fiction. Um, it's due in March, but you know, I'm determined to get it in by like November. So we'll see. Well, there uh,
0: you go. But Once it's again. it's called
1: blank, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I like to, you know, set fake deadlines for myself and then stress out about them. Um, yeah, this is called Blank and it's about a, a, a mom and former best-selling author living in LA with two teenagers and a husband um, and her marriage. She's been in her marriage for a long time and she has this second book due and this thing happens that I won't go into and she has to come up with this very unconventional solution to fixing the problem and uh, she does so with the help of her three best friends, and they're all in a Zoom book club around the country. And so they all sort of get together and, and help solve this issue.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like something that's appealing, especially because they say the biggest market for that's books is when you're manifesting in your life that was just like, oh my God, you'll never believe what just happened. Is it the store?
1: Um, I feel like that happens to me every day.
0: Oh, wow. Really?
1: <laughs> um, It's the people I get to talk to. It's like even just these little things, like like I got an email this week, like, oh, how'd you like to talk to Ralph Macchio about his new book? And I'm like, yeah, okay. I've watched The Karate Kid like 8,000 times. Like, I feel like all these opportunities just make my younger self, I do for my younger self, who was like on the couch watching that movie. Um you know, even the author Deborah Goodrich Royce was in this movie. Just one of the guys that I watched like eight hundred times, also in the '80s, and it's just, it's just so funny.
0: So I, I, I feel like I keep doing all these things that I would have really appreciated when I was just sitting at the Lady Gaga concert on Saturday night in Miami, and I go right now I would wow I can't believe, and I'm like I, my daughter is there and she's like dancing around and we're like everybody is just love and you know everyone's so happy and I'm just like I am living my greatest teenage years yes exactly you know and I love how you're pointing that out because you know it's never over until it's actually over right you like you just said you get to live this life and you're following those things that call to you which I think is amazing so if you Give advice to anyone who's out there who is wanting to manifest come true. What would you advise them? What would you tell them? What what's a tool that you use that is just amazing? Oh, um, uh,
1: what would I advise them? I mean, it's it's all so unlikely, but like if you don't put it out there. It's never going to come true. Like now I keep putting things out into the universe. And sometimes they don't come true, but I'm not afraid to say them anymore. Like there was some post I did the other day and I was like, I'm just like putting it out there that I would love to interview Oprah. (laughs) You know, like I'm putting it out there that it would be so great to be in the New York Times. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like – These are things I want. So if I keep them inside and I secretly hope the odds of them happening are much lower than if I say them out loud. And you don't know who's listening once you put things out there. If you post them, if you say them to a group, if you say them tonight, like you just don't know. And um, I've been totally – bowled over in gratitude by how many people have helped me. Um, People who have come on my show, you've probably found the same thing, Meg, but uh, people who I've interviewed over time who have turned around and, and helped me in some way or introduced me to someone like that's how this whole thing has really grown. It's because of the guests. So you just don't know, just keep putting it out there. I guess is my advice. Just put it out there and it might not happen, but it's like when I was, trying to date somebody and, and my mom would be like, well, you're not going to meet him if you sit in front of the TV all night. Oh like, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'll I go love out. That. I really love it because wait, I have to, take, I have to take a picture of this and send it to him. Hold on. Okay. I'm taking a picture of our screen. <laughs> hold, on. Uh, hold on. All right. Smile. <laughs> okay. I'm
0: going to post it later. So life to be miserable. I mean, what true could that be could be be said? Tell me. First of all, I would love to know the story behind the story. He tells you this all the time. Tell me a little bit about how this came.
1: Yeah, he says this all often. Um, you know he's very aware also of of life and time and maybe that's where I get it. But you know he's seventy five now and he's always like, well, it looks like you know I've got about ten good years left, so I'm going to do this and I don't care what people think. You know, um, but whenever I say anything, he, he he'll my his advice is to improve it. He's like, there's no need. Like, you know, his advice is always uh, not to be irresponsible in any way, but just. If you're really miserable about something, it's a you're wasting your life. Like you have to figure out a way out of it. And, um, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, hiring and letting people go and working with the right yeah. people. It's like, no, like, you know, you have to make the decisions that are right. And usually you make them too late. You know, you usually wish you could have made these decisions earlier, but you better
0: get to them now. So so. Anyone out there who's listening not feeling – Really happy or they're in that misery. Life's too short. These are the words of Zibi's dad. So go take that tomorrow. Make me make that one different move that will out of that into something even better. And, and I want to wait, let, let me the, just,
1: let me let. just say like, there are many, many reasons to be miserable that are justified. And I'm not trying to be flippant and neither is he about that. Like it's, it's okay. Like there are things that are, you know, like, but if there is something you can control. Control that, but not that we're not massively empathetic to the reasons to be miserable, which we've all been and uh, completely understand.
0: Well, I I definitely appreciate that you did say that, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you just need that wake up call. You needed to hear tonight from you just mm-hmm. to shift that one person out of something that they feel back is desperation. Back and maybe me. back to you though. Uh, tell me, tell me where is we can follow your show. Of course. When is the, with, with Neil going to be coming out, we got to glad and we want to see that. So when is that going to be airing? Anyway? Tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow to, to double episode, but I'm going to release them
1: both tomorrow. Um, like at the oh. same time, but, um, yeah, tomorrow morning they'll be up. Definitely listen, read the transcript, think about it. I don't know. I found it really, he's amazing on everywhere. You can get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere. Moms don't have time to read books. And the episode I've been talking about a lot tonight is with Neil DeGrasse Tyson, and it's about his book Starry Messenger. But every single day I have a new episode, 365 days a year. I've been doing that every day since March of 2020 and before that once a week or twice a week. Uh, And I seem to not want to slow it down because I'm not. (laughs) so uh so i really like it although i am experimenting this fall and i have three guest hosts who are each doing 10 episodes so we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes and uh i know it's helped me enormously
0: with time management uh so it's been great well i want to shout out to diana cooper smith because she is the one that turned me on to you last year before i i Published my memoir. She one of your biggest fans Aww. that I've ever met. Hi, Diana. And she was just speaking so highly of you. And that we're all like, oh my gosh, who is this, <laughs> this person? Content is concerned. She has great interviews. Oh, and please go out and get her book. Support her authors, need to be supported. If you love it, go write a great review. It is really oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. It is really um true to her life. Her story, she's very vulnerable, very open, very, you know, go out and get her wonderful book, Book Ends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature for you to tell us what you do to keep yourself going on and keep yourself inspired. Um, It's
1: really other people who keep me inspired. It's the reactions I'm getting and Mm -hmm. comments like these and emails that I get after people read my book. And... And Or tell me that they read a book that I recommended on the podcast and they loved it. All of that keeps me going. It's awesome. so much positive feedback and it's amazing.
0: Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate the generosity. I absolutely do. We will go back to saying my vision also is to engage the extraordinary person. So we benefit from their wisdom as well as becoming the deliberate creators of our love. And dream big I'll go out there and spread positive vibrations wherever we can. So much, Zibby, for this time. I so appreciate. Thank you, Matt. Hi, it's Meg. Thank you for listening to this episode of Manifesting with Meg. If you loved this conversation, be sure to subscribe and share the extraordinary and get your copy of the Magical Guide to Bliss today. See you soon.